Hello. Ooh. Welcome back to Terra and Tacos. I'm Christy. I'm Michael. And we eat tacos and talk about Terra in case you're new here. Yeah. Which, you know, you very well might be. I don't know. We're like reaching all sorts of new places. I mean, are we international superstars, Christy? I think we're international superstars. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we're trying to be. We're getting there. <laughs> we're we're going to change the world. Um, how are you, Michael? I'm good. I'm good. And on that note, we... Uh, we didn't record last week, but it's honestly because we were doing uh, a lot of behind the scenes work That's to become right. international superstars. That's right. Our new intern. Parker Gray. Parker Gray. Darker Gray. Darker Gray. Who is teaching us all about technology yeah. and, and the soch. The soch and turtlenecks. And turtlenecks, yeah. which are really, really important to him. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we... we have been doing, we got together and actually like had a business meeting. Yes. So right off the bat, uh, we are now available on Spotify. Ladies. Yeah. More uh, applause. I was going to say ladies and germs. Ladies like, and germs. such a bad fucking old oh, school are hack we, joke. Are we like, are we in the Poconos? <laughs> yeah, we're Michael? in the Poconos. We're in the Poconos. Yeah, that's, Side note, that's comedy gold. <laughs> parents used to go to the Poconos quite often. So when I was a kid and you, 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 you know, you come across like sometimes they would be in the back of Cosmopolitan magazine, mm -hmm. but sometimes when you came across like a a a, a, a dirty magazine, um, and even like the most benign ones, like to me, Playboy's benign, sure, right, sure. Um, but in the back there are the ads of like hotels in the Poconos, uh -huh. <laughs> and there's always the I was always really intrigued by the giant champagne glass bathtub. Bathtub, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, wow. First one. How do you get up there? Yeah. To climb into yeah. the champ. Do you need a ladder? Do you need a ladder? Two, it's clear. So like people can see your ass as you're sitting. Yeah. They, maybe not they, the best view. Maybe not the best view. Yeah. And is it real champagne? Right. <laughs> This is, these were the thoughts in my 10 year old brain. But these are still unanswered questions. They are unanswered questions. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of like champagne bathtubs just abandoned somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. 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 So like it was, uh, when I was growing up, I never went cause you know, I moved here when I was really young to Texas. I think it was like four. Um, but that was, I remember my parents telling me like, that's where you went if you could go skiing. Right. And then when they saw real mountains uh -huh. later in life, yeah. like when they flew out West and they were right. like, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. so, no more Poconos. No, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we are, we are on Spotify. I mean, we're still everywhere we have been, mm -hmm. but that was one thing that's new and I'm excited about. I'm excited about it too. S very soon. And we will make an announcement and all that. We mm -hmm. will be on Patreon. Yep. We got a lot going on. We got a lot going on and Patreon's going to help us, I guess, expand our brand. Yeah. We got to, we got to grow the brand. We got to grow the brand and we're going to have merch. merch, better merch than we did last time. I totally failed everybody on the merch well, the last time, but it's, you know, we're busy, Michael. Yes. We're like, busy. We can't be doing all this. I can't be doing all this stuff. That's why we hired Parker, darker gray. Darker gray. Um, so today- What you, are we talking about? Well, we're going to talk about a film called Caveat. Right. Uh, but before we talk about Caveat, yeah. let's talk about- Okay, well, Caveat is an Irish movie. Uh-huh, from 2020. From 2020. And because we knew we were doing this Irish because movie- Because you're the master of theme. I am. I love hooking up a snack to a movie. Uh-huh. I decided that we should talk about the Irish nachos. 
yeah. at Playwrights Pub in the middle of the Arts District in Dallas, Texas. Yes. I love Playwrights Pub. Great spot. Great I- spot. They have really great fish and chips. They have amazing bangers and mash, mm-hmm. uh, shepherd's pie, like all of your Irish fare. Right. They have scotch eggs. Scotch eggs, which... I don't like, but some people They're really do. They're very strange. The first time I ever saw a Scotch egg was at the Texas State Fair. It seems alien to me. It's weird. It, yeah, it <laughs> yeah. does. It does look like one of those pods. Yeah. in alien. I don't trust it. Don't trust it. So, yeah. So it's what are Irish? What are Irish nachos? Irish nachos are hand cut, homemade uh, kettle chips mm-hmm. with. All of the nacho fixings yeah. on top. So this was like a big pile of, of homemade kettle chips um, with uh, ground meat and pico de gallo and mm-hmm. jalapenos. And the cheese, though, the, the cheese was like some, I can't remember the name of it. It's like stout, like Irish, like stout cheese. Yeah, that's a thing. Something like that. It's like some Irish cheese. Yeah. It's not nacho cheese right. or stadium cheese or... And any other kind, right? Uh, or usually associated with nachos. nachos. What did you think? So here's what I thought. It, I thought it tasted very good. Sure. Um, my only question to the world is, um, it felt like the kettle chips mm-hmm. <laughs> were not quite designed to hold the deliciousness. The deliciousness. So you know. We're in like a normal nacho. Uh-huh. You just you just pick that bad boy up. That's right. Um, I mean, that's what nachos are made for. Yeah, that wasn't really. It was more of like I had to eat it with a fork. A fork um, yeah, because the the chips would sort of get super soggy. Yeah, yeah. Now you also. Uh, so I got to have the nachos. You got to have also the other day. You yeah, said they Irish have, tacos. Yes, they have a happy hour menu from two to seven. Um, that includes Irish tacos and you know it's a taco it's a flour tortilla a really good flour tortilla Mm -hmm. i have to say and i had the vegetarian one and it had rice and just kind of like i i irish vegetables it had like cabbage and peas and carrots and stuff like that and it was actually really delicious and it had um um oh my god chipotle mayo on top But they also have tacos like a scotch egg taco. Man, they They love a scotch egg. (laughs) They have a a cod taco for like fish and chips. Um, They also had bangers and mash. That sounds awesome. They had corned beef and cabbage taco, which I really wanted to try, but I'm kind of doing a vegetarian thing right now. Okay. Um, But there, it was delicious. So I highly recommend going to Playwrights Pub, happy hour, two to seven, and getting their Irish Irish tacos. tacos. They're really good. That's cool. I'm going to go try one. I I am very intrigued by this bangers and mash uh, Irish taco. taco. I mean, it's like a breakfast taco, but you know, and I just... I've had the Irish nachos. I'm glad I tried them, but I'm going to pass on them the next sure. time. And they then, have better things So then there. maybe focus on the Irish taco or oh, just, yeah. you know, if you want yeah. a, a, um, a non-taco item on the menu, they're that also very Irish. good. Yeah, yeah, they have really good burgers. I will never eat a scotch egg. Me neither. I had one over there like decades ago. Uh-huh. I mean, when I was a child, when I was like 18. It still haunts me, Christy. Oh. So I'm not going <laughs> to... Oh, scotch eggs. Yeah. That and black pudding, uh, I will never have again. Oh my God. Um, okay. So, I mean, we gotta, we're going to talk about a bunch of other things because it's October. It's October, y'all. And I think between... I'm sorry. I was really No, loud. it's very exciting. But that's I, why I put the jack-o'-lantern on the table. We reached out to the people uh-huh. and the people told us the movies they love to kick October yeah. off with. Um, 
Do you remember any of them? Facebook is down right yeah, now. Yeah, Facebook's so down. I so I, I think we, over the next couple of weeks, we will we give shout outs to the people. Some of them were, were, I mean, all of them were great. Yeah. Yeah, um, the fans are really getting in on it. I mean, I take full credit, you Michael, should. for like hashtag keeping it spooky and yeah. hashtag 31 days of horror. Yeah. Started doing that a few years ago and started posting on my Facebook, 31 days of horror. I, this is what I'm watching. And yesterday I was so happy to open up Facebook and like everybody was like 31 days of horror. Yeah. This is what I'm starting with. I'm like, we are taking full credit yeah, for you that. Sh- you, you, if you had trademarked it, You'd be Man, a millionaire. I'd be rich yeah, right, now. right now. Fuck. So we will, I mean, it's, it's so absurd. It's like Facebook's dead. Uh, so, so we will, weird. but we'll shout, we'll give all these shout outs uh, over the next few weeks. Cause there were a bunch. There were a bunch, Bet- lots of good ones. Between you, me and one darker gray. Mm-hmm. What is today? October 4th. Over the last three days, I think the three of us have watched something like it, like 20 fucking horror movies yeah. between us. Yes. Um, we have. Sometimes we're watching it at the same time. Yeah. Other times we're watching three different movies. And texting, and texting back, and- back and forth. Uh, I mean, you know, just a few. We Yesterday I watched um, It Chapter One mm-hmm. and was reminded how much I love it and how much I hate It tell Chapter me, Two. Tell me why, though, you started It. I want you to tell the story of why you started watching It. You mean the HBO thing? Uh, no, no. Oh, or we summon the dark. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. So we've been doing two, three, four a day, yeah, me too. right? Mm-hmm. And and so we and I have. I had told you, you know, I have to sort of. I don't want to say walk a fine line, but there are some things Aspen will watch and right. some things she won't. And there is a movie called We Summon the Darkness that's uh, set in the 80s, Satanic sure. Panic. Yeah. It looked fun. Starts at like a heavy metal concert. All uh-huh. that shit. Um, I was so aggravated by the end of it. And so was Aspen. Yeah, it was terrible. She was really pissed off about the clothing. Yeah. Um, like to the point where I was like, we could stop now. We were like 10 minutes in mm-hmm. and it had just been a running monologue of my wife being like, those fucking jeans didn't exist until right. 2005. And I was like, why is there no inciting incident? So we were having sort of this, you know, different arguments, different but we arguments, were both angry. Both angry. And so after that, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to watch it. Chapter one. And I was reminded of how much I love it, how much I hate chapter two. Yeah. And one day I would love to do this. Uh, I think we've talked about it a little, but like, I honestly think Christy, it might follow the shining for me in King, <gasps> in King adaptations. Oh, the what? but the first chapter, the first chapter, yeah, forget the, second, the second one. Chapter. Yeah. Like, I love it. It's beautiful. And I discovered this is uh-huh. another fun thing you can do because it can be overwhelming yeah. choosing which oh horror movies goodness. to watch. Yes. HBO Max is uh-huh. doing, I think something like kind of fun based on it. You know, there's a scene in it when the, when the kids come into a house and there are three doors and one says not scary at all. One says scary and one says very scary. Mm-hmm. So on HBO, they have those three doors. You can click on each one. And during October, every day, the movie behind each door changes. That's cool. So it's like, if you can't pick, you can't decide what to watch. It's right. like kind of a fun horror right. movie roulette. And if you're, if you're not, if you're a person who's not totally into like the super, super scary stuff, but yeah. you still want to participate in keeping it spooky, you can choose they're not so scary. They're not so scary. They're not yeah. scary at all or whatever. Um, and yeah, not scary at all. And so I, I thought it was a fun thing. And like even you and me and Parker were talking last night 
at some point you're like, I don't know, man, there's so many choices. Yeah, it's, I, it's, <laughs> I want it's, someone else it's to decide. Overwhelming. I mean, I started out romantic and watched uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula on October 1st in the morning because, I mean, but who are we going to kid? Like, I watch that all the time. Yeah, sure. But it's like, for me, it's a good kickoff. Great. Um, then I watched a movie with Isa. We watched a movie called In the Earth which is a new one. I'm, uh-huh. tr- I'm trying to do like beloved classic one nice. day and then a new thing. New thing. Uh, and sometimes the new ones are like, I can't, I can't, I have to change it. I got to go back. I got to go back and do <laughs> sure. something that I like. And that happened to me yesterday. I start, I can't remember. I don't even remember what movie it was, but I started watching it and I was like, I can't watch this piece of shit. So I just went and watched Halloween too. Nice. Um, and then started watching three season of the witch and fell asleep because sure. I'm so tired. Well, and also, I mean, come on, right. that movie seems designed to put people to sleep. Right. <laughs> but then I finished it the next morning. Nice. So I was happy about that. I also watched, I watched the turn of the screw. Just keeping yeah, it spooky. We both watched, uh, the PBS PBS with lady Crawley. Yeah. And Matthew Crawley. Yeah. And Matthew Crawley and Denker. And Denker. We don't know their names. Daff, come on, those are their names. Yeah, I think it's Michelle Dockery. <laughs> it is Michelle Dockery and Michelle Dan, Dockery. Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens. I don't know Denker's name. It's Denker. Yeah, Denker. Yeah. But so this was. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah, it was. Uh, that that you and I talked a little bit about why that we've seen so many iterations of this story. Yes. And it's really hard to to make into a, a, a film because one of the central themes of the book. You really can't, you can't film. You can't film it because um, it's horrifying. Yeah, I mean, legally and morally. Like, right. morally, but also, like, you you can't cast a kid and ask them to do what happens what in What Henry book. James I mean, is, yes, is suggesting happens in the book. I mean, and if you do, like you like you said, you you cast, you make, you skew the kids older. Like they did in The Turning and with Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Wolfhard. Finn, Wolf, Finn Hart. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then it's just not, Right, and effective. It, it changes it, yeah. the story. So we watched that. We enjoyed it not necessarily from a horror spooky standpoint, but from look at the beautiful British scenery standpoint. Yeah, and also okay, PBS with the naked scenes. Yeah, dude. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. I was not expecting this. I was not either. And like you know, generally speaking, if it's a BBC PBS, like yeah, man, people are going to be naked. But I was going to say, people are also going to be. They're going to be good actors. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, they're just, they're going to yeah. be good actors. No, it's, it's haunting. It's, it's, it's the Henry James story. Yeah. So, you know, that's, they, the only thing they change is that they change it to World War One right. era instead yes. of when, where it's really set. Anyway. Yeah. So we've done a bunch. Um, we kicked off October 1st, as we always do with the Hush episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So good. It's like where we always start. So, um, so good. But yeah, I think at the end of October, like on Halloween, you and I and Parker, can post all of the a stuff. A comprehensive yeah, Because list. it really is. Um, and now I'm like, man, maybe I need to be doing other things. But I mean, there was on Saturday, I, I think I watched four. Or, no, me too. You yeah. don't need to be doing other Thank things. You. Thank you. You don't need to be doing so, other things. So this, it'll be, this is what we do. Yes, this is what we do. And so I think there'll be three lists that are obviously have crossovers, but are also like, we also watch different stuff. Right. Um, lot going on. October. Lot kicks going ass. on. We love October. It's the best. Um, so today, caveat. Caveat. Wow. Yeah. So this is 2020. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Irish film on shutter. Mm-hmm. Um, I randomly saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like I just saw the trailer on YouTube or something. And at first I was like, oh, what's this? And then I was like, oh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Aspen and I watched it one night and I think I texted you. I was like, I don't know 
if I, if everything works or if I necessarily, I was like the, the setup for mm -hmm. this movie is bonkers, mm -hmm. but fuck all man. Like one, it's are, creepy it is, as fuck. Yeah. And there are some moments in this movie. I heard about my friend, Mark Farr, um, sent me a link via Instagram, I think to, to the trailer and was like, you need to watch this. And I was like, okay. And then I quickly forgot about it. Sorry, Mark Farr. Um, and then when you mentioned it, I thought, okay, so I have to watch this movie. Yeah. It's uh first time in a long time in a while that I, I have felt truly like unsettled. Yeah. Watching it's a like, movie. it's creeping. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's real. Like the word, creepy yeah. is, is, is really, really just really fits this movie. Yes. And, and at the same time, I mean, Aspen loved this movie. So, I mean, for those of you who listen, if there's like the Aspen measurement, mm -hmm. that means it's not horrifically gory. Right. And, and there's not uh like super jump scares. Yeah. It's more, honestly, it's more about atmosphere yeah. and situational horror. Like what the Irish do like, so well. Right. Which is what, and why the fuck would you agree to this? Yes. Yeah. And what are the circumstances that put you in this place in your life that would make, make you, you agree to this? Yeah. So we have often talked about how desperation leads to bad choices mm -hmm. in horror movies. Um, this might be the, best example. Of right. <laughs> right. So, so, so do you want to talk about the movie, about the plot, what we liked? And then do you want to talk about things that don't, that didn't quite work? Didn't, sure. Okay. Sure. And I mean, look, spoilers, yeah. we'll try to like, there are some things I'll try not to give away. Right. Um, Cause there are some great fucking yeah. scares. Oh my gosh. So I watched it. I watched it a f last week and then we decided we were going to talk about it today. And I told John, I said, Hey, do you want to watch it with me? I said last night, you want to watch it with me again? Just so that I refresh my memory. And he was like, sure. And we sat and watched it. And it was like on the John scale, he was already talking about like, no way. I mean, I texted yeah. you. John was like, there's no way I would put that on. I would lock the door. I would shit in a in corner, corner. Yeah. <laughs> if I could not leave that room. Yeah. Like, when John goes on a rampage about this kind of horror, it is just so funny to listen to. And I feel like he's absolutely right. So, I mean, this movie starts, we meet, uh, let's, okay. Isaac. First, Isaac. First of all, this, I just do want to say, this is written and directed by a man named Damien McCarthy. Right. This is his first movie. Yeah. He's directed other little things before, but this is his first feature. His first feature. Yeah. Uh, hey man, good on you. Yeah. Like bold first swing um okay so we meet isaac uh played by jonathan french who is a very tall lanky bearded irishman mm -hmm. he is meeting uh with a gentleman named is it mo right mo barrett yeah played by ben kaplan who if you right. see ben kaplan you've seen him on a if you watch british television you've seen him on a lot of right. stuff um and he has what sounds like to any rational human being an insane proposal that then just gets way fucking worse, Christy. Right. So he goes to his friend Isaac, right? And who is like a drifter is yeah. what they tell us. And who us. had an accident and is having problems remembering things. Right. And he says, hey, I know you need money, blah, blah, blah. I have a niece, Olga, yeah. who my brother committed suicide yeah. and she's really upset and she has like some mental health issues uh -huh. and she keeps going back to her parents' house right. where it happened. Yeah. And I just, 
I need her to be safe. I need someone to, I'm, I don't like the idea of her spending all that time there by herself. Right. Can you go just be with her and watch her? Yeah. Essentially, can you go babysit right. this Olga. Olga, who isn't a grown woman. Right. For like 200 pounds yeah, a day like, or like, something. She's like in her 20s or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. So you're like, okay, it's a little strange. Um, but he, obviously Isaac is desperate for money. Right. He had, we assume an accident, right? Right. He's been um, in the hospital. He's been in the hospital. He needs his cash. And he says, he asks him, he's like, why won't you do it? Yes. It's your niece. And Mo is like, honestly, I can't, I cannot be with her for very long. Yeah. It, like it freaks me out. Yeah. And you're like, uh, okay. okay, sure. All right. So Mo drives Isaac out to this remote location that all of a sudden gets more remote. remote. They have to get on a tiny little boat and basically go out to this island. Granted, we're already on an, an island. island. Yeah. So we're like oh, now on an island within an island. And one of the first things Isaac says is he's like, no fucking way. I can't swim. He goes, well, that's why we have boats. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, come so on. that's like the first one. Come on. That's the first <laughs> one. It's like this movie should be called caveats. Yes. Because there are so, many. There's so that's many. A, that's a fair point. There yeah. are many caveats. And you're like, fuck, man, I don't like this not being able to swim boat thing. Please. That is child's play. Right. For what is about to fucking happen. So they go to this house, right? They finally get to the shore of this tiny island. Jesus. And it turns out that the family home is been abandoned. Like literally, like it is being overtaken. It is the earth is reclaiming it. Reclaiming it. And they walk in and it's decrepit. Uh Uh-huh. And clearly people have not lived here for a long long time. time. And so then they're walking through the house and he says, okay, so my niece spends most of the time in her bedroom Mm -hmm. and she doesn't, she's paranoid. She she doesn't like anyone to go in her bedroom. Sure. And so at night she needs to feel like she's safe and that no one will go into her bedroom. Right. So what is the solution to this, Michael? Oh my God, Christy. There is... A leather harness. Oh God! That Isaac has to put on, and that will be locked. Right. That is attached to a chain, like the, a giant, a giant chain, chain that goes all the way down, but won't allow him to. It stops him before it right. gets to he her can, room. He can walk everywhere in the house except Into Olga's her room. room. Yeah, I mean, and he can walk everywhere in the house while wearing a locked leather harness right. attached to a giant, a giant chain, chain, Christy. I know. He can't even reach the bathroom. No, no, he gets to the bathroom and he can't get to the toilet. Right, I think that's when John was like, fuck Get the fuck out. Shit. So get he ends up having to like piss off the front steps. Right. <laughs> um, okay, okay. And is this the caveat? Yeah, and so at first, Isaac rightfully is like, Fuck you. No way. No way. And then Mo- Like he's gaslighted. Mo yeah. ga- the, I mean, this guy's really good at gaslighting people yes. because he gaslights him into thinking, you Assen- agree to this. Essentially, like you agree to this and like, why are You're you- putting me out. Why are you being an asshole? Like right. she just wants to feel safe. Um, and I loved the, I did love the explanation. I don't, I mean, we could talk about, I was like, no way, no, no amount of money is worth this. Mm-hmm. I don't care how desperate you are. But I did love at least the justification for the existence of the harness chain. Right. Was that Olga's grandmother 
was a sleepwalker. Right. And the house is right on, on water. On water. So like literally if you stepped out like right. and fell over a rail, you would drown. And so that's why she in, created this thing. Right. I was like, that there's, there's gotta that be easier way. I mean, lock the door. I don't know, Put man. Like yeah. master locks on the doors sure. or something. Move a, like a, a, a bookcase in front of the, something. Move <laughs> to a more reasonable yes. neighborhood where there is no body of water. Yeah. There's another house. Come on. So he ultimately, because Mo is very good at being an asshole. Right. And because he is desperate for money. And I also think, he sees her, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when he sees her- He feels he f- really sorry for her. He feels her. very sorry so for her. So when he first meets Olga, they get to the house and um, we'll talk a little bit about when we first meet Olga, but when Isaac first meets Olga, they get to the house, they're calling her name, they go to her room and she is at a catatonic state. Yeah, She goes into these catatonic states where she's very still. She does not move a muscle and she covers her eyes with her hands. Yes. And that's how he meets her. And he just feels like, oh man, this poor kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't, the other thing as that a human we have being, to talk I about, can't yeah. leave this young woman. This is horrific. Right. The mother is missing. Yeah. So the father committed suicide mm-hmm. and the mother is missing. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't know where she is. She's, they been, don't gone know. For She's been gone for months. Okay. So Mo leaves. He feels bad for her. But before Mo leaves, he locks Isaac into the vest. I cannot believe it. No. I mean, of course he has to get locked in the vest. Otherwise we, we don't, don't really have, have a movie. movie. But I was sitting there going, no, no fucking way. And then he puts the key in Olga's room. Olga's room so so that Isaac can't even reach this fucking right. key. Also, the only phone is in Olga's room. Yes. Can we talk about the bunny? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. When we first meet, yeah. when we first meet Olga, which is like the first scene of yes. the movie, we see her walking. Okay. I have to give this cinematographer, this director, because I he shot it I and directed he it. He did everything. He edited it. Like. He's really he can the way he sets up shots, uh uh I mean creepy as fuck. Yeah. Like you don't have to do anything. There was another scene where it's just a shot of the hallway and I'm I was sitting there going, Fuck you, hallway. Yeah, get out. Get out of my house, yeah, hallway. Hallway, I gotta burn you down. <laughs> exactly. So it's a shot of the living room. And she walks into the living room and she's holding this stuffed bunny. And it's like a bunny that's playing a little drum, kind of like the Energizer bunny, but not. And and, and old, 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 old. old. And the bunny has human eyes. Yeah. Or it looks like it has human eyes. Oh, it has human human eyes. eyes. I don't give a shit. Like those eyes are human. And she's holding it out in front of her, Uh walking around the room. And then the bunny just starts playing the little drum by Uh itself. And so you, the closer she gets to the basement Uh door, because the basement door constantly opens by itself. Yeah. Oh God, (laughs) oh God, the basement door. When she, she gets closer to the basement door and the bunny's like, like just starts going Going crazy. crazy. So we understand that this bunny is like a canary in a coal mine type thing. It's a little warning device. And like it is, I thought, I think it's a fucking brilliant device. Like, you know, like you look at horror movies, different horror movies, and and we've talked about like in The Conjuring that the kid has the the little thing with the mirror, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like that's a really solid, Yeah, this is going to be a recurring scare. Um, I think some movies do that really well. I thought this bunny was 
brilliant. And, and the design and they give, and I should have written it down. I didn't, they give that specific designer, whoever made the woman who made that bunny, Mm -hmm. she gets like her own credit as well. She should. Yeah. It's a creepy ass fucking bunny. Like, and actually it is the cover photo on shutter for this movie. But ultimately the bunny is our friend. Yes, it really is. Now here I did have a problem. Um, and I don't know why, because I'm not a person that needs answers for everything. You know this, Michael, I like a good ambiguous ending or ambiguous kind of like, yeah, that's just the way life is. Uh Um, but I wanted to know more about the bunny. I was like, why does she have this bunny? Where does this bunny come from? Where the fuck did this bunny come (laughs) from? This bunny is terrifying. Why does it exist? Right. (laughs) Um, so they use the bunny for this and I totally accept it. But then I was like, oh, I wanted the bunny to play come into play more, more. than it did. Yeah. Not so much. It didn't bother me so much that it made me not like the movie, but I was kind of like, ah, I need more of the bunny. And I there, the I bunny. there was that one scene where he's staring at the bunny and the bunny starts to play. And I was like, Oh fuck, this is, Oh God. Yeah. Um, another thing I thought this guy did really well, this, this fucking, this guy, fucking guy, uh, what's his name? Damien McCarthy. Damien McCarthy <laughs> um, and his freaky bunny. Uh, also, man, look at the... If, go in, after you watch this, watch the credits. Everyone in Damien McCarthy's family like helped him make this Yeah, movie. they're all McCarthy's. I, 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 I love All it. the McCarthy's. Yeah, which is... The McCarthy clan. Yeah, I, which is like, man, I don't know. I loved that. Like, it's yeah. his first big movie. Of course, you got to get all hands on deck. You know, Michael, I used to be married to an Irishman. Was his last name McCarthy? No, his last name was O'Connor. Okay. But, you know, all of the O'Connors are related. Sure. As are all, all of the McCarthys. McCarthys. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, of course. Of course. Yeah. You're going to come out. Um, so another thing I thought Damien McCarthy does very well, along with his, you know, team of designers, uh, he is not afraid to like shoot in almost absolute darkness mm-hmm. um, with like minimal, minimal light. I love it. And I thought he, I think- there's like a, a fine line where you sort of cease to be able to engage in audience. He never loses that. Yeah. It's just terrifying. It is terrifying. Like you, it, it's, it, it does those, it does that thing that, that like say Polanski movies do, right. Where you're looking at the thing and instead of, because there are movies that are filmed in almost darkness where you go like, I can't see this bullshit. I can't see I don't anything. Know, I don't I'm, I'm out. I'm out. But this one just makes you kind of lean further in. Yes. And even though you're super scared of what is, what is the thing in the hallway pulling the chain? I have no idea. Oh my God. <laughs> but you're still looking. Yeah. You're still looking. And, and I think it gives you, he does a great job of putting you in the like perspective of Isaac. Yeah. Also, where did they find that evil looking dog? Dude. I love the dog. The dog also. But also the dog has like eyes of the, what is up with the eyes? Yeah. Like Y'all the- side note. If you didn't know this, there is literally a website called does the dog die? And if you are married to my lovely wife, Aspen Taylor, the instant that dog showed up about seven minutes into the mm-hmm. movie, I had to pause the film <laughs> and explain to her. No, I had to go look up. Uh huh. She was like, you have to check if the dog dies. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, I always, if I'm watching a movie before you are and something with animals comes up, yeah. I always text so you. So if you ever, you. if you ever need to know, there is a site called does the dog die? Um, and mm-hmm. it'll tell you. So yeah. anyway, yeah, that dog, 
It's a and good actor. That dog is a good actor. Also, that poor fucking dog. I know. Like, I mean, that dog. dog is a metaphor for Isaac. Sure, of course. That dog is chained up outside. <laughs> it also has to shit in a corner. Christy. Yeah, I know. Um, so, okay. So he does, I want to talk about another sort of design because I'm trying to, like, I think we're both. I know, we're, we, we both want to talk about the movie so much and it's, it's, it I'm is, afraid to it's spoil part it. part mystery, part. Thriller. Thriller, part. Horrifying yeah, situation. Supernatural. Kind of like a most dangerous game I really, game really, thing. I super really appreciated that aspect of it, that it is like a most dangerous game type thing. And then the supernatural <laughs> aspect comes in and you're like, oh, oh shit, I was not expecting yeah, that. Probably should have seen it coming, but. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. So another thing, like I thought oh, the way God. they handled the lighting, incredible. The way he sets up a shot. You texted me last night, and this is something Aspen and I talked about while watching it. We got to talk about the Foley in this movie. Oh, yeah, man. It, it was driving me. And I love Foley. Like, yeah. I will watch my favorite uh, murder show on TV. I love it because of the Foley. Right. And this movie, every time I heard that harness rubbing up against yeah. whatever it was rubbing up against, uh, it just sent shivers. And it's, I mean, it is such a purposeful choice. Oh, yeah. Because it gets to the point where you're like, it has to stop. Like, make it stop. Yeah. I don't know. And then- and every, I, like everything in the house, because it's so quiet. Yeah. It's so quiet. Every move he makes, something happens. Yeah. You, know, so you can hear everything. Oh, the other thing is that there are foxes. Like Mo says to him. Oh my God. Yes. Just so you know, there's foxes everywhere. Yeah. And then he's like, have you ever heard a fox scream? And Isaac's like, no. No. And he goes, it sounds like a teenage girl. Have you ever heard a teenage girl scream? And he's like, no. no. And then you're like- do not trust this man. Do not trust this <laughs> yeah. man. And honestly, if you have never heard of Fox, it's the weirdest fucking thing. It I sounds mean, like a human scream. Yeah. It, ha it sounds like someone is being attacked. Yeah. Um, so that's another aspect of the sound. I mean, ultimately we are, are trapped in this house with a man who is trapped in a vest and a chain. In a house that is being overtaken by the forest. Yes. And, and is at the mercy of... A woman who is afraid of him. Uh-huh. And that is like, that is actually the most terrifying thing. Yes. Somebody who's afraid of you. She And, and look, you don't blame her. Right. Like, you absolutely don't blame her for being afraid of him. It's like you can't trust anybody in this movie. Right. There's and several scenes where the characters are talking to each other and you are literally going, who is telling the truth? I have here? no idea who's telling the truth. Yeah. And so not only does she not trust him. Side note, she's a very good hunter. Right. She carries... So the first time Isaac meets... Well, what, after Mo has gone, yeah. right? And yeah. he's kind of wandering around the house. He's kind of wandering around the house in this fucking harness. He comes into the living room. He finds the bunny. The bunny starts playing. Bunny starts playing, man. Get the fuck out. You got to leave the house. Out. But you um, can't because you're chained into a goddamn John, harness, Christy. John was like, where's that fruit knife? He had a fruit <laughs> knife. Take that fucking fruit knife and start sawing that leather harness off. And it's like, he should just get the key. And he's like, fuck the key. Go get the fruit knife. Like John was seriously upset by this film. Right. And so then she walks into the living room and tells him the chimney doesn't work. Yeah. My mother blocked it off. She was mad. Yeah. Is what she says. And she's holding a crossbow. Yes. Like that's, she's still, she just walks in, she's holding a crossbow and he, the first, like, like you do, he's like, do you know how to use that? And she's like, yes, I used to go hunting with my father. Yeah. Who and, killed himself. And my uncle. 
with this crossbow. With this crossbow. <laughs> Good God. The, it was, the dialogue was really great. Yeah, and, and just it's like vague and spare, spare enough yeah. that you're going, what the fuck is going on yeah, in this house? I, I look, I, and we could talk about some of the stuff that maybe doesn't work or, or whatever. I mean, I really enjoyed this film. I did too. The creepy paintings. Oh my God. The creepy paintings. So he goes like, he decides I'm going to go to sleep because oh, I got to sleep. I'm going to be in here for a week. In his harness. In his harness. I was like, you're going to lie down in that harness. That's going to hurt. But yeah. anyway, so he goes into the room and there's a creepy ass painting oh. because the mother was an artist. Yes. So there's a creepy ass painting on the wall. No good and can now, come of any of this. Now that I'm thinking about this, the eyes of the little girl in the creepy ass painting match the eyes on the bunny. Yes. <laughs> what the hell? You got You got to get out of the house. Get out of the house. Hashtag get the fruit knife. Get the fruit knife, um, motherfucker, and yeah. start sawing. And it's, it's, I think so. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. All of those things I was legitimately, cre- like legitimately creeped out. I don't even want to talk about the supernatural. No, I don't because either. Because I want people to go yeah. see it. Yeah. And I was, so I was legitimately creeped out. Also, I thought they did a very good job of, I think Olga is, is an intriguing character mm-hmm. because yes, you are absolutely sympathetic for her. I mean, she's just a horrible situation, but you're fucking terrified of but her. But also go away. Yeah. Like you are not my problem. I'm sorry this happened to you. I'm, I'm so, out. I am out of here. <laughs> yeah. I am out of here. And that's the thing. It's like at one point he actually is able yes. to get out and he's like, I, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. They switch places. Let's just say they switch yeah. places and he goes out and the, the dinghy's gone. Yes. Because it has to be, cause Mo had to take, Mo the had to take the dinghy back. Right. So he's like, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, I don't give a shit, dude. Take a shot at living in the forest. I, I, I would. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and I, you know, one thing I think he does do as well is he establishes it's fucking freezing. Right. It's freezing in this place. Right. We're in the middle of nowhere he in Ireland. He puts the tea cozy on his he head. He puts the tea cozy on his head because it's that cold. Um, I also appreciate it like the, the, the thriller-esque red leather jacket. Yes. I don't know why. Oh, so into it. It's so cool. Well, and I think, look, I think we establish we're never told exactly what year it is. I don't think, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not now. It's not now. No. And so I think the thriller, I think that jacket just, just gives you just like one more little. Right. And also I thought that was, look, I mean, I had a lot of thoughts, but I was like, it's a very small film as mm-hmm. far as cast size and stuff like right. that. And, uh, you know, doing a p- quote period piece can be very expensive, expensive and very difficult. As I saw with don't we summon the darkness, that is like, just because you're holding a can of Jolt Cola doesn't make this 1988, right. you know? Your car didn't exist in 1988, nor right. did that $100 I hated bill. that movie. Yeah. I didn't want to tell you. Oh, we fucking hated it. Yeah. Like, hated it. Yeah. Hated it. I understand. I saw um, it like a year ago. Uh, Yeah, don't even want to get bogged down. But I was like, hey, you know where it's like, maybe you can pull off a fucking uh, uh, period. period piece without... I mean, that house has existed for, I don't know, fucking hundreds Dude, of years. I wondered, did they just find this house? And then they just walked in there like, there, this is already in, art directed. In the credits, there is a house listed. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't know if it was already falling down or, or, I mean, I feel like there had to be some safety yeah, involved, I mean, right? I, was, I mean, we were talking about it. I thought, was this, I mean, literally the shit that's in that house, yeah. I was like, was the, 
all of that already right. in or, the house? Or did they use two houses? Because like- it looks like, okay, so let's talk about was this house or was it two houses? Because also, you know how I feel about houses in four movies that are labyrinthine, yeah. right? That have like vast basements. Sure, yeah. And I think I texted you. I was like, why does this house have multiple basement rooms. Why? Why are there many rooms in we, this basement? What is happening? We don't need it. But not only does it have a vast basement, Michael, it has tunnels. It's got tunnels, Christy. Why is there that much room between the fucking walls? Look, if there's... Let's just, Y'all, tad advice. If there's that much room between your walls, get the fuck out. Someone's living there. Someone is living I there. I guarantee. Yes. I guarantee that if your house has enough <laughs> space between the walls to fit a human person, someone's already there. They're just like camping out. They're camping out, man. Get uh, the fuck out. So yeah, I but it but it's nice because I think to get the quote period piece, okay, there's no cell phones. Right. Great. That house is so old. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, and we never f- see the house fully. No, we don't. But it doesn't. If if it say this is the '90s or the '80s or whatever, it doesn't have to look like that because this thing's been around since decades before yeah. that. Uh, so what do you get? You put you know Mo in an older suit, mm-hmm. and you get an old car. Yeah, and they pulled it off. They pulled it off. Completely. I never, I never doubted. And you have the landline ring right. to remember to remind people, like once there was a time when we had landlines when you had to be connected and to I was the like, wall. It's 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 great. And yeah. what I also love, and I don't want to go down another rabbit hole of how much we hate uh, we some of the darkness. Um, just because it's 1990 or 1980 or whatever, most people have stuff from before. From before. So if you set something in the eighties, especially in the early eighties. I know we, some of the darkness is the late eighties, but like, it doesn't have to be like an complete eighties set. So this is the most beautiful thing. Like symmetry, you know, Uh sometimes the universe. Yes. So we were enraged by we, some of the darkness, which takes place in 1988. And then we immediately turned on it. Chapter one, which starts in 1988. Mm -hmm. And when, Bill, when you're in Bill and Georgie's house, most of it takes place in 89, but when you're in Bill and Georgie's house in 88, it looks like it's the seventies. Right. Which is how your house looked because Because your parents don't buy new shit every fucking year. Your parents don't redesign their house every year unless you're Halston. Right. (laughs) And like nobody's Halston. No. And then you're 20 years ahead. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You're like already doing Logan's run shit. Yeah. Everybody's house in the eighties looked Looked like like the the seventies. And and I was like, this is the difference. Yeah. This is what happens when you take time. Um, so anyway, if you want to make a period piece, find an old house in Ireland, Uh uh, in the middle (laughs) of a lake, middle of a lake and you're golden, you're golden. And then just get like a one random thriller jacket from the thrift store. That's great. It's great. So look, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I recommend it to everyone. I will watch it again. You've already watched it twice. I've watched it twice and I, it will probably go into regular rotation. I, I thought when the mystery started to unravel, it got, a little bogged down mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, did it? Okay. So like, did but it, it didn't bother me to the, no, it didn't know. bother me to the point of like, I don't believe this. Right. I don't buy this. The other thing, and this is just me as like a person that looks out for art direction and story and all that kind of stuff. What is like, I never knew. I never was certain that the chain that he was wearing on his harness was the chain that was in the basement. No, I, I, and that's, I, 
I thought there were two chains. Yeah. Oh, is that a rapper? Two. <laughs> I'm so old. Is that one of those rappers? Two chains. Two chains. Uh, I thought. I thought there were two. Ch- I I did think there were two chains. Yeah, I thought there were two chains. But then when he gets really really freaked out, he runs down into the basement and starts pulling the chain yeah, that's so, in the basement. So there was some chain some chain confusion. Chain confusion. And actually, the first time he walks into the living room. The chain on his harness is going out that door. Yeah. But then the chain is supposed to be coming up from the basement. And I was a little confused. But again, not so much that I was like, I don't believe it. I mean, I already have bought into the premise that this guy can't swim and put on a fucking harness yeah, to stay at a house that he's never been to in a week. So the chain was the like, chain is, yeah. And I right. honestly like to, to, to the mystery stuff actually is like, it's, I think it's a cool mystery. I just thought like when we started bouncing back and forth. I was like, man, get me back to the house. Yeah. That's the thing. And I, even I think I texted you when I was watching it the first time you, you have to buy into, you have to buy into a bonkers fucking setup. Right. You have to accept that either this man is, is so desperate, is so desperate or is maybe on the flip side, very truly, truly concerned about this young woman. Right. And, and it actually, once, once you learn more about the mystery, once yeah. the mystery unravels, you can begin to see how he might be he might, concerned. Yes. Yeah. But it takes a long time to get there. Uh-huh. So like, you got to get past it. Right. Because everything in your mind is saying, this is fucking insane. This would never happen. This would never happen. It's, I would never do this. It's bad enough that you can't swim. Right. But you're like, hey, people who can't swim go on boats and shit. Yeah. I get that. But the harness is like, you have to get past it or, I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a huge leap. And, yeah. and yes, I think you're absolutely right. By the end, I think you can start to rationalize uh-huh. it. Maybe you can. Yeah, you can. Like I- you know, you you can start to connect the dots and go like, oh, maybe on a subconscious level. Sure, yes. He's he always was going to he, come back. He was to always going to come back to this place, and he was always going to try to take care of Olga. But again, that's eighty, it takes a long 80 time. minutes in. Yeah. So at first, you're just like, okay, fuck it. He's in, He's in this goddamn harness. Yeah, and I'll say that the art direction, the the the, the script itself, the the acting, oh, man. the creep factor, all of those things make it super easy for you to just buy into the premise. Yes, because it's excellent. And the two of them, who I did had not seen, mm-hmm. um, I've seen the guy who plays Mo. Like we said, Ben. I've yeah, seen Ben, ben Kaplan, Kaplan is in everything. This dude's in everything. I'd never seen what's his name oh i can't remember his name uh, uh he's jonathan french plays yeah. isaac and leela sykes plays olga mm-hmm. the two of them who really do carry the film because kaplan i think is like and he's like the and billing yeah guy, right like, yeah holy shit we got ben kaplan right he, and he has a great part but he's yeah he's, he's not in it nearly, nearly as much as the I mean, other the two. two of them carry the bulk of this film. Right. And they're both very good. He's really good. I mean, yeah, they're both really good. And he has so much to do. Mm -hmm. And I thought like, I even thought they did a good job. And I don't know if this is just like, Hey, they cast the best actors who walked into the room or, or this, or Damien, what is it? McCarthy knew these two people. I'm not sure, but he is so physically imposing. Yeah. He's like a very tall, and when you meet him, he's got the giant like beard. You're uh-huh. like, this dude, you know, yeah. you can throw hands. And she is tiny. She's tiny. And so when you meet them, you're like, okay, he's in a harness, but like, I mean, what's going to happen? Right. She's, 
he could, you know, he can take her. And then you're like, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also, I know this is going to sound really terrible, but it's like, they look so Irish. Yeah, they do. And it's like, hey man. That I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, And, and uh, you know, I like lean into it. Yeah. And I also like that Ben Kaplan is clearly English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, don't trust that guy. Yeah, exactly. Don't trust him. Yeah. It talks like this. Yeah. Do not trust him. <laughs> um, I really, really liked yeah, this movie. They, I, I did too. And I, you know, I think we have said it before. We've talked about a bunch of different movies. Um, I think consistently Ireland is turning out some of the best lower budget, mid, mm-hmm. mid level. But I, this, this seems like probably didn't cost a ton. Um, it cost 250000 Pounds. Pounds. Okay. I mean, so that is low budget, yeah. right? Um, Cause that would be what? Like $500,000, yeah, something if like that at this point. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, cause, um, so I, I think that as an, as a nation, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they're turning out some of the best smaller horror films yeah. consistently. Yeah. And I don't know. Th- they just know, they yeah. know how to tell a fucking ghost story. They, they, they do. And it's, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's all, it's the strife. Yes. It's the social strife yeah. mixed in with the 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 paganism yeah. and the Catholicism. And the Catholicism. And then I think also um, the understanding of isolation mm-hmm. in a country. Again, look, Dublin's a huge fucking city. I'm not saying like right. everyone in Ireland lives in an island. But they do but, live on an but island. They all do live on an island. But lives on an island within an island in a house that's falling apart. No, but like. No, but I mean, if you look at it, I mean, vast countryside, like like, England, not the United Kingdom, but like England itself, right, can fit inside of Texas, yeah, right, and then Ireland, yeah, is smaller than England, and it's it's they have yeah, it's like four five million people or something like, um, so yeah, I think you know, and also you get battered by the wind, like there's all these things, and then on the and on top of it's that, it's cold. It's cold. And then also, hey, their government helps filmmakers. Oh man, <laughs> what a dream! Like, and I, Ireland is not the only country. That no, does but that. it's like if you notice the countries where the countries where the government helps filmmakers are turning out some of the best yes. horror films: Spain, yeah, Mexico, Ireland, Ireland, even Canada, Canada. Uh, Norway, Norway. Yeah. And yeah. so, and, uh, it's funny cause Iceland is really starting to focus on that, which is a tiny, tiny country, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I bet they're going to make some kick-ass horror movies. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing <laughs> what government money can do. Yeah, it uh, is because it's not something you have to pay back. No. Um, they, they see it as an investment yes. in their citizens. Yeah. And I, I had looked at things about trying to make a movie in Ireland or in Iceland and, of course, it's like, hey, this is for to you know give our our people work, right? Exactly. Um, and so, like, yeah, that makes a huge. I'm not saying there aren't grants in America, and we don't need to get into all that. But like, there those nations you just named have made it a point to help smaller filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, this is a really interesting conversation that actually I. S- I, th- I think I suggested to you that we have, there was a really great interview with Stellan Skarsgård yes. about why those lower to mid-level independent movies are not made in the United States anymore. Yeah. They're uh, just not. And right. Because 
Well, I mean, we can have this conversation because if yeah. we start talking about it'll it, be it'll, a whole it'll, other it'll be a whole other episode. Yeah. No, so it's, it's, I think, but I do think it's a huge, I think it's a big reason why, I, in addition to whatever the, the sort of nature of Irish storytelling is, and we've, we've already gone over that mm-hmm. with the eclipse, but like, yeah, it helps when your government gives a shit about the thing you do. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Man, we are, we are quickly approaching our hundredth. This is insane, Chris. Episode. 100 episodes. Oh, man. Remember when we were in my other house and I just put one microphone in the middle of the table and in we sat down room. and had tacos and just started talking about The Omen? Yeah. I and think that, I'm going to watch The Omen. It's I, definitely on my list. Uh, we have now, I mean, look at you. You're basically a producer. I'm a producer. With these fancy microphones. We, we have got, an intern. We got an intern. We have an intern and we have Jim John Makes Noise, Noise yeah. also, who does our music. Just want to shout out again, our intern, Parker, has already done more work than I think I've ever done. I think so. In the I last mean, three he years. has already done more for Terror and Tacos <laughs> than we've done since its inception. He's got that millennial fighting yeah. spirit. Also, John Flores. John Flores has like taken every single movie and I guess you need to do this too Michael but like every single movie I've rented uh-huh and like tacos that I've bought he keeps receipts this is amazing <laughs> I mean he's the hardest working man in showbiz he is um so yeah I mean shout out to everyone and I know we keep coming back to it but we like we feel like we're on the brink of of, of real of real growth of real growth here <laughs> spiritual and otherwise yeah. I want to say thank you to Francine Gonzalez for giving me this amazing jack o' lantern that's on our table right now can I thank Francine for being one of the best students I ever uh, had you can All you right. absolutely Thanks, can and yeah we are going to give shout outs I'm sorry Facebook is down right now I cannot get on Facebook so in our next episode we will give shout outs to people who are telling yeah, us what, they're, what watching. they're watching and and if you haven't please let us know yeah. um and try out the hbo thing if you have yeah. hbo tell us what to watch we yeah. like new movies and we, we're, just, we're yeah. doing three or four a day we're gonna run out absolutely <laughs> we're gonna run out so keep it spooky y'all yeah. and uh 31 days of horror has started <sighs> oh, see you next time bye